0: This is UKFI Pod. Welcome, y'all. As the first UK-specific FI podcast, UKFI Pod aims to bring you stories and introduce you to characters in the UK FI space. Hi everyone, welcome to UK FI Pod. I've got Flint with me today. Flint, would you be able to introduce yourself to people that are interested in FI in, say, a minute?
1: Sure. So I'm Flint, I'm currently living up in Scotland in Burness, and I'm financially independent because I've got an online business I run from home.
0: Oh, fabulous. That's really interesting. So sounds like a good time to learn a bit more about your business. What sort of thing does that do? And-
1: yeah, sure. It's just, I've got a few different websites. My main one is the Dozeo, and on that I review different bedding. So it's affiliate marketing-based. So someone comes to my website, clicks my link to a product, and buys it, and then I get commission. And that's, that's what I do.
0: Cool. Oh, wow. So you've made that um, web-based business your full-time income now?
1: Yeah, so I've been doing that full-time for... Almost a year. I think it was the 30th of August last year, I went full-time.
0: Great. And how many, how long does that take you, see, I know you said you're financially independent so you obviously don't consider it work. Do you work many hours in the online business a week or?
1: It kind of varies. For a while I was doing about 5 to 10 hours a week earlier this year, but I've kind of been getting stuck back into it just now, so I'm doing 20 to 30 hours. But I have a lot of fun doing it, so I don't hugely consider it like work.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. So it's one thing we always like to ask people when we start an interview as well, if you can well share your demographics with us, your age, gender, relationship, family and location, etc. Just to give people a bit of context where you are, where you're at with life.
1: Yeah, sure thing. So I am 24, I'm male, and I live up in Scotland, I'm in Inverness just now. And I live with my wife.
0: Just the two of us. Great. So how would you find Inverness? I know before we logged on today we had a few internet challenges.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's good. We moved here uh, oh, about a month ago actually. It was the 26th of last month. Moved up here for my wife to start work. so sort of really like it. I've got a lot of family up in this neck of the woods. And it's where I'm from, so it's nice to be back in the Highlands.
0: Ah, great. I think I visited Inverness once. I had the same initial impression that I think lots of people have on the colour, especially if yeah. you only visit the city centre. It's rather yeah. grey. <laughs> yeah,
1: so I'm originally from even further north, a little place called Ullapool. Oh. Yeah, there's a lot of highlands to explore beyond Inverness. It's a good
0: base, though. Yeah, would you call Inverness part of the highlands? or I always assumed the wording highlands was for the more remote parts. Well...
1: I actually thought that as well, but you've got Inverness, is kind of the main hub of the Highlands, it actually goes further south as well. So you've got a wee bit further south down to the likes of Aviemore,
0: I think are still in the Highlands, in yeah. the north from there. Yeah, it makes sense. It's a lovely part of the world. What I think yeah. of it as lovely to visit, but I'm not sure how it is to live there. This seems <laughs> quite sparsely prop- populated really.
1: Yeah. It's, it's not for everyone, but I love it. It's just my favourite place. So
0: am yeah. so happy. So, are you into outdoors pursuits or nature?
1: I, I'm a bit. I'm mostly just more of an introvert, so I don't handle big cities and big busy, busy places well. Cause I'm Glasgow before this, and it's just too busy for me. I can't handle it. I'm a country boy.
0: <laughs> ah, you like the peace and quiet. Yeah. Yeah, a few years ago I went to the Lake District and visited Beatrix Potter's place. Oh yeah? And it's lovely, a really quiet place. And we were staying in Hawkshead, which is a small village really. Uh But amusingly, Beatrix Potter must have had a similar disposition to you, as she described this Hawkshead, which is a small village, as the town and far too busy for her. (laughs) (laughs) And we were going. Okay, it's not really busy. Yeah, I, I can feel for that. <laughs> she obviously appreciated the scenery and the farming life much more than the people and the busyness.
1: Yep. Oh yeah, the place I grew up on has a thousand five hundred people. Wow. Population. So. Teeny tiny.
0: That's tiny. And would you go, ever move yeah. back somewhere that small?
1: Not, not right now. It's a bit. I've gone too far the other way into
0: <laughs> too small and isolated. Yeah, uh, I suppose it must be one of the great benefits of working online for your own business that you probably can work anywhere, is that right?
1: Yeah, that's just it. Yeah, I can move anywhere with an internet connection.
0: Ah, so do you ever feel like moving abroad or travelling and working or...?
1: Uh, I have thought about it but my wife works here, so...
0: Ah, you're anchored there at the moment.
1: Yeah, which is fine. It's not a, nothing I regret.
0: I love it here. Yeah. So as we are on the FI podcast, it'd be great to move on to the money details and context behind the numbers. So if you're willing to share them, obviously you can't be specific or general, are you willing to share income details, line of work, and how you've got where you are today?
1: Sure. So from my business, I pay myself like a set salary sort of thing of £2,000 a month before tax. And that's kind of what I decided. I I'll allot myself and then anything I earn above that gets reinvested into the business.
0: Ah, right.
1: To grow it and outsource it, that sort of
0: thing. Yeah, so you've found that's a sustainable number and you're still able to grow the business while paying yourself.
1: Yeah.
0: That's great. And what did it take to get there where you are today?
1: Well, before I started doing this online, I just worked in retail. I was in a shoe shop, a minimum wage.
0: Oh wow, that's such a difference.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so I came out of, I went to university, I've got a physics degree, but didn't really fancy any of the line of work that would give me.
0: Ah, so talk about that. So after university, did you go back to work in a shoe shop or is that just...
1: Well, straight out of university, me and my wife actually eloped. Oh. So we eloped and um, travelled and honeymooned for nine months and worked in Australia for a bit.
0: Oh, cool. That sounds like an interesting start. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so then it was while I was out, I started sort of trying to make money online. Mm hmm. And then came back home in the summertime. I thought I'd just get a job, someone to start paying the bills again. Mm hmm. And I decided to give myself a year where I'd work sort of part to full time, just in a really easy job while I try and build my business. And if I managed in a year, I'd do it full time. And if I didn't, I was going to. Get a real job.
0: <laughs> ah, so that was a d- deliberate decision you made to take, I suppose, an yeah. easy job while working on your passion, your business, in your yeah. spare time. What did your wife think of this idea?
1: She loved
0: it. She was all for it.
1: Oh. Happy,
0: happy that I was happy. Yeah. So is she entrepreneurial as well, or is she more working a corporate job?
1: She has just started as a teacher.
0: Oh, great. At
1: university. Last year, I was
0: just qualified as an English teacher. Ooh. So i just got a job in our school up here. That sounds great. Yeah. So, I guess you'll get long summer holidays and. Yep. A lot hmm. of freedom still. Yeah. So, what did it took you to get where you are now, income wise, and over that period of time, working two jobs?
1: Uh, what what do you mean, sorry?
0: So, do you think there's any skills or? Character uh, traits that helped you get right. there?
1: Yeah, I think it was just having the drive and deciding that's what I wanted because I got like the minimum wage job. It wasn't much fun, really boring. So that kept pushing me on to hit the goal, the income goal. But all the other sort of major skills I learned from doing.
0: Ah, so you're sort of person that learns when you have to, when you're yeah. thrown in the deep end.
1: Yeah, pretty much. So I just kind of dove in, and learned as I went, learned as I went. But there's love. <laughs> I probably took from my degree, which helped.
0: Oh, so so, what? was well correlations and transferable skills do you think there are from a physics degree to running an online business? I think there's
1: the sort of interest you have to have. Because for me, like I chose to do a physics degree because I was kind of curious curious about how the world works from like a physics perspective, the mechanics of everything to a point. So then there's that same curiosity I have for online business, of how it works, what's possible, just uh, seeing what can be done.
0: Yeah, it makes sense. I suppose sciences are very experimental, Mm. aren't they? There was that level of experiments, tracking results...
1: Analysis, setting goals, trying, failing, knowing that's okay, and trying again.
0: Yeah, sounds like you've been on a real journey there. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> yeah. So, on the topic of financial independence, how would you describe financial independence to someone that knows nothing about it with it?
1: To me, financial independence is when you collect enough assets that pay you money that you no longer have to work so you either save up and invest in stocks and shares which then produce an income or rental properties that kind of thing Mm -hmm. or you create a business Mm -hmm. and at the point where those are generating enough money that you no longer need to have a job like a traditional job so you don't have to rely on your boss to pay you because you've created enough assets to pay you
0: Ah, so I suppose we're treating a business there almost like an intangible asset, an asset that's there, but it's very difficult to value as such.
1: Yeah, Yeah, because to me it is, and that's the difference between sort of owning a business and freelancing, Uh I could sell my business for however much, which makes it an asset over freelancing, where you're providing... Your time for money.
0: Yeah. So, have you ever been tempted to sell the business or you're not quite at that stage yet?
1: Uh, I do every so often, I get frustrated with it. <laughs> <laughs> do
0: you get many offers or?
1: Not really, but there's sort of brokers I've on down again that sort of valuate your business, so I go on to them and see kind of how much it would be worth.
0: Yeah, it must be quite a hard thing to value. <laughs> yeah. So, as you mentioned earlier, you are at financial independence because you don't need a corporate or a nine-to-five job to yeah. get there. Do you think that's going to be sustainable? Because, um, remember, you're quite young, aren't you? Yeah, I, I
1: believe so, because yeah. like, I'm quite young. I think that definitely helped on my personal journey, because I didn't have the same responsibilities of having kids or having a mortgage to pay and stuff like that. So I think like, I'm prepared to keep working at it to make it sustainable and to keep growing it and building it to feed my curiosity of seeing what's possible.
0: Yeah. Which I suppose brings us nicely onto the next question. Do you believe that financial independence is for everyone and everyone could get there? I think it's
1: definitely for everyone. But for everyone in different ways. Because some people love their job and couldn't imagine leaving it I think that's great but then you could still have financial independence as your goal and something you're working towards and then you have the freedom to choose to stay at your job that you love you don't have to and that's a very sort of powerful place to be in
0: Yeah definitely so what advice would you give anyone who's interested in FI?
1: i just sort of if you're fully new just start reading about it There's a lot of good blogs. You do, you have a great blog. The Mrs. IU blog, Mr. Money Mustache, has a lot of good stuff. If you just Google financial independence blogs, I mean, that's just a good place to start to kind of learn and understand different people's views and perspectives on it.
0: Yeah, so would you encourage people to go down the same route you've gone, down the entrepreneurial route?
1: I would if they were interested. If If it's something you've always kind of, like, thought about or wished you could do to definitely pursue it but I wouldn't it's definitely not for everyone
0: uh-huh. So there's different types of FI and different ways of getting there Yeah so I know some people want to reach FI so that they don't have to do like, anything that resembles work uh-huh. which
1: would be because I'm so young I don't necessarily want that right now so I'm happy to still have a project to work on to sort of
0: love and create and grow. Yeah, that makes sense. So now you are financially independent and have that income coming in, are you still committed and working on the business or are you looking to tran- transfer to something different? Yeah, I'm still sort of
1: working on it. I want to see how big
0: I can build it. Mhm. Do you look to outsourcing and things like that?
1: Yeah, so I was just hired a writer the other day, actually, who's going to help me produce
0: content. Ooh.
1: And then I've got an agency I work with who do a couple of other tasks around the business. That's been quite good.
0: Yeah, so how did you find was hiring out the work and becoming an employer as such? Yeah, it's been quite interesting. A definite change.
1: <laughs> but it's also been quite nice to not have to wear all the hats, per because mm-hmm. I have... Like, when it's just me, I have to do all the different tasks. I can never focus on one for very long before I have to do something else. So it's quite nice to know that someone's specifically working on a set task, and that's being done.
0: Yeah. It's very interesting, actually. Yeah. Ah.
1: That's why I like it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I'm moving on from work. Can we ask about your hobbies? How do you like to spend your free time? Do you have expensive hobbies, frugal hobbies?
1: Yes, uh, I sorry, you have a few little hobbies. I really love cooking.
0: Ooh. Yeah. What sort of cuisine?
1: Uh, quite a lot. I've got really into Japanese food lately. That's been quite
0: fun. Yeah, what sort of Japanese food? Well, I
1: started making sushi for the first time the other day.
0: Ooh. Is it easy? or?
1: It wasn't as hard as I thought it would be. So that good.
0: And then... What is the secret to making good sushi? Sorry? What is the secret to making good sushi?
1: Uh, well-cooked rice.
0: <laughs> is it a special type of rice? Uh, sort
1: of. It's a short-grain Japanese rice. Okay. And you add seasoning to it. Uh-huh. So rice, wine, vinegar, and salt and sugar. And you mix that all together.
0: Oh, and then you get that sort of sticky... Yeah, so you get the sticky rice. Mm. Any other Japanese dishes you do, or...? Uh, ramen and udon noodle
1: soups. Quite like a good noodle soup.
0: Ah, so do you make your noodles or buy them, or...?
1: Just buy them. I managed to find proper ramen noodles at Tesco's the other day, so I was very pleased. Yeah. Not dried ones.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm impressed. Inverness is getting more multicultural in its food. Yeah, so would I. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, as That's well as cool. cooking...
1: I also play guitar Ooh. while I'm doing that.
0: So, are you in a band or?
1: No, just myself.
0: Self. What sort of music are you playing?
1: Uh, metal, mostly. Need <laughs> to set up my electric guitar and my amp again. I didn't have space in the last place we lived.
0: Ah, so this is why you live in the country then. <laughs> yes.
1: <Yeah. laughs> Rediscovering that, which has been fun.
0: <laughs> do your neighbours love you?
1: At uh, where I play, is far enough away from the adjoining walls, so it's all right.
0: <laughs> yeah, I discovered some day across the road from me. I on you only really notice in summer has a drum kit in their garage. It's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but luckily, you don't hear it in in winter. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
1: and I uh, run. That's the other thing I've
0: started again. Oh, I love a bit of running. What sort of distance or? I
1: just new. So I ran two miles for the first time this week. That was good.
0: Oh, what! so have you run before, or is this a really, really new hobby?
1: Uh, I used to do uh, parkour and free running when I was
0: uh-huh. younger, uh-huh. and while I was doing that, I ran a half marathon, uh-huh. and that was sort of the peak of my running career, because I, I ran that, and I was just dead afterwards, so I decided <laughs> not to do running anymore. <laughs> but you've suddenly come back to it.
1: Yeah, I've sort of gone full circle, i like, no, oh, maybe it wasn't so bad. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I think it's fun running, especially if you don't have any targets in mind, and yeah, it gives you a lot of time to appreciate the scenery and the changes. Yeah, especially if you start doing the same route weekly, for instance.
1: Yeah, so I'm. Um, I really want
0: to one day run ultra marathons. you're Amy. Hi. Yeah, just a,
1: that's by like five to ten year stretch goal. Uh huh. Again, just to see if I can, kind of thing. But that's... I don't have any plans to get there. I'm just kind of going to meander my way through running and try and enjoy
0: it. Uh-huh. So naturally get there rather than... Yeah. ...really, really pushing yourself and injuring yourself. Yeah. yeah. marathons do sound interesting, but very, very long.
1: Yeah. was well, I read a really good book. It's called Born to Run. I forget
0: who the author Oh, yeah. The... The tribe, Tarahuman or something.
1: Yeah, and that was just hugely interesting. The way he spoke and wrote about ultramarathons really inspired me.
0: Yeah, I especially loved the way he basically implied that humans were just sort of bred running out of us. Yeah. <laughs> and that we're basically lazy nowadays. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> we just lost it. <laughs> yeah, whereas he implies the tribe, whose name I'm probably saying wrong. They've just never evolved out of running and it's their normal. Yeah. Um it was a while ago I read it, but is it like a norm- a marathon they generally run each day? I'm sure it is. Yeah, it's like twenty
1: miles a day, is the normal.
0: Uh-huh. And they were doing that from a young age and just seemed so normal to them. In bare yeah. feet as well, or in sandals.
1: Yeah, it was a little like homemade sandals, wasn't
0: it? Mhm. Uh-huh. Yeah, I agree. It's a very inspirational book. Yeah. Give you a lot of ideas and make you run. Although it did, I think that's a book that showed me there's two different types of runner. Like yeah. the guy who wrote it is obviously really dedicated and he trains properly mm-hmm. and does a lot of research. But then he also introduced the second type of long distance runner the person I'm with, I suppose, no fear. Mm, yeah. Like the young couple that went out and partied the night before, then ran mar- ultra marathons the next day. Yeah. They- Interesting, (laughs) but yeah I have a can of coke (laughs) Pick me up Yeah Very impressive So where do you think your running is going next? Are you just taking it slowly And where do you run?
1: Taking it slowly I've joined a a gym nearby So I'm just kind of getting my general fitness up again Uh a couple of nice paths and parks nearby Ah. Making my way to 5k That's my first I want to start doing the park runs Because there's a weekly park run in Inverness
0: yeah, I love Park Run. Yeah? Uh-huh. I'm aiming to get my 100 T-shirt this year. Oh, cool. Yeah. Although I've been to a few of them, and some are definitely harder than others. Oh, yeah? And some of them are short, which is an interesting thing as well. <laughs> well
1: that's weird.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Well, yes, I'm working up towards doing that soon,
0: hopefully. Yeah. I think what I'd say part runs for everyone. You don't need to run the whole thing, and there's certainly people that walk it every week. Mm. It's always good seeing such a variety of people out.
1: Absolutely. Just think everyone
0: out enjoying being outside. Yeah. Which I suppose brings us on to our next question. What are your thoughts on environmentalism and sustainability?
1: I think it's hugely important. And it is to me, maybe more so, because I grew up next to the sea in like a little fishing village, and it's kind of an industry that's tying out. Mm-hmm. Fishermen aren't catching fish anymore, so a lot of them are having to give up their jobs and get other ones. So having that, like being able to see that change happen, even like from when I was younger to now, makes it very real.
0: Yeah. So, do you support sustainability? Do you have lots of um, environmental habits or.?
1: I try to. I try and eat sustainable fish, that's
0: one of them. Not properly. And then
1: kind of try and use less power. I'm a big recycler. I, I don't own a car, so I walk
0: out. Oh, everywhere. wow. Are you in the cycling craze or.?
1: Uh, I want to be, but
0: I don't have a bicycle yet. Okay. <laughs> I got one a few months ago. It's interesting. It's hard work, but once you get it working... <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's
1: it's definitely not what I need to do.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Inverness is quite small, so it's really accessible.
0: Ah, so you don't actually need a car or a bike, really.
1: Yeah.
0: You can just go everywhere on your feet. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, I can,
1: but people <laughs> tend to think I'm weird when I walk everywhere, so maybe that's just
0: me. Uh, I always forget that when people ask for directions, and I give them directions and tell, and I forget that a I walk quite quickly, and b I think it's normal to walk half an hour. Other people, yeah. seem to think that's a bit weird. And I totally agree.
1: Like a half-hour walk is just
0: fine. It's quite nice. Yeah, <laughs> how, it's how you get places? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Where's other people going? Where's the bus stop? How do I get a taxi? So another question we're keen to ask people is savings and investments. How do you save or invest and why? Well, yeah.
1: I invest almost exclusively into my own business mm-hmm. to grow that because, because that's growing the fastest, essentially. But I've also got stocks and shares. But I'm pretty sure it's about 90% my own
0: business. So do you calculate similar to, I suppose, shared businesses you buy shares and what your return on investment would be on your own business or is it more complex? Yeah, I'm just
1: kind of, I haven't even worked out that thoroughly, like I know roughly what I would get approximately if I invested the money into stocks and shares. Mm-hmm. And then I, I've i like been able to see how fast my business has grown and know that that's
0: faster, although it's more risky. Yeah, and I suppose the main difference as well is you can drive exactly how your business moves and changes, Yeah. whereas in the stock market you're, as you say, a bit risky and you're basically relying on the boards and the owners of the companies driving them the way you want to. Mm. Yeah, you're
1: relying on them, so at least, if it all goes wrong in my business, it's kind of my fault. <laughs> So at least I'll know, like, oh well, at least that was me. I know what the wrong, and
0: I can do it different. But I don't think that's gonna happen. Yeah, another thing, one of the previous guests said that was really interesting is looking at m- managing your investments and moving them towards the rest of your priorities and values. Christine was mentioning sustainability and picking stocks that were in line with her st- sustainability priorities. I suppose that aligns to your own business as well, that you can make sure you align with your way of doing business, your values. Yeah, I like that. I never
1: really thought
0: about it like that. <laughs> That's a good idea. Yeah, you'll be 100% aligned. and Yeah. You've got that amazing investment. The stocks and shares, I have invested.
1: They're just funds. It's just a Vanguard fund, so it's pretty standard. But I like, I like the idea of investing. Along with
0: your beliefs, not just for like maximum return or anything like that. Yeah, it is, is one of the so it's main downfalls of index investing. Hmm. They generally do the indexes by market cap rather than any other characteristics. Yeah. And I think we're probably luckier in the UK that we don't have that many really profitable gun manufacturers that are up there. Well, Yeah. <laughs> But I believe when you go American and go worldwide, there's obviously a lot of companies that people may have ethical problems with.
1: Yeah,
0: that makes sense. Yeah. Which brings us on to the next thought on equality, privilege and society, how it is today. Do you have any thoughts on how society is going? Do you think we are in an equal place yet? or? I don't think we're
1: there yet. I just read a book the other day called The Equality Illusion by Kat Banyard from Desk. Oh. And that was written, uh, I think it was about 10 years ago now. It's a wee bit older. But so she basically outlined all the reasons why we're not equal and why feminism is still important. hmm. That was really interesting, quite horrifying at the <laughs> same time. A really heavy read just to kind of see all the statistics laid out.
0: Mm hmm. So did, she, did you feel she opened your eyes or did you were you sort of aware of the situation already?
1: I was fairly aware already mm-hmm.
0: of the
1: importance of it. And even like, I'm a white male, so I'm, my own privilege
0: mm-hmm.
1: is already fairly high in that alone.
0: Yeah, I always find it fascinating seeing how other people perceive the world and how they perceive it in completely different ways to me, because although we all know we have our own privileges and our own setbacks, mm-hmm. you know, I'm probably much more likely to get mugged than a black man, but he would be much more likely to be stopped and searched by the police. Yeah. And that intersection is just fascinating. Yeah, it's
1: quite interesting,
0: isn't
1: it? Mm-hmm. All the ways it works.
0: Yeah, uh, I still definitely believe we've got a bit to go in the UK yet. Huh. <laughs> you know, if we look at the top of government and top of business and even all the um, charities and non-profits, we're still a yeah. bit white male heavy. Yeah, definitely so. I
1: think it's, it's it's getting there. It's definitely better than it was like 50 years ago.
0: Oh yeah, without question, isn't it? We're getting more equal. And I think what we really need to see as well, lots more men stepping up at home. Yeah. Yeah, men who are keen to spend time with their kids, paternity yeah. leave.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah, those sort of things. Outside
1: of my, the time I'm working, I'm essentially a stay-at-home husband.
0: <laughs> oh, so you, do you take the full reins on the housekeeping?
1: Mostly, yeah. Just, you know, I'm here and I do a lot of the cooking.
0: Ah. I do a fair what? amount of
1: the cleaning.
0: I just really enjoy it. Yeah, so if we asked your wife, would she say you do a fair amount of the cleaning too? I think so. <laughs> I, I have and she has said that, I'm always weary of saying that. <laughs> <laughs> so that sounds thoroughly modern, I like it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so do you find it just suits you better being at home and being able to do all those things, I suppose, alongside work? Pretty
1: much, yeah. It was one of the, my main, like, Influences for wanting to start my own business is that I just really like being at home. Mm-hmm. I don't like commuting. I like being at home and be able to like, make my own lunch in the kitchen. I mean, I have the freedom of my own time.
0: Yeah, that does sound good, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'm enjoying it. But I know that's not for everyone. It's just, it just works really well for me.
0: Ah, and it's great that you found what works with you.
1: Yeah
0: at such an early age and able to enjoy your life rather than live your life to other people's yeah. ideals. Yeah.
1: Long may it
0: continue. <laughs> yeah. Another thing I like to ask people, do you do much in the way of volunteering or giving back to society? What's your thoughts on philanthropic and volunteerism, really? I, I don't do
1: anything just now, but I am all for it. That makes sense. Uh-huh. Um, one of the big things I want to, or one of the main reasons I want to grow my business is so that I can start giving money to charity.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Because as I grow it, eventually I'll have
0: enough. Yeah, I think that's the approach people like Warren Buffy and Bill Gates took, didn't yeah. they? Initially, they weren't big givers because they knew further down the line they'd have much more to give. Absolutely, yeah. And they'd been in a position to influence where it's spent. Yeah. You know what? What things? I think the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. One of the things they wanted to invest in is something that really would have an impact. Hmm. So looking at actually eradicating diseases.
1: Yeah.
0: And they said they could only do that because they didn't give much at first. Oh yeah, cause they compounded
1: their own money mm-hmm. on a scale like never before
0: now they can yeah whereas
1: I don't think I'll quite manage billionaire status
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a similar but a similar philosophy you're following yeah I think that's quite interesting because quite a lot of people in the FI community are also interested in giving back in lots and lots of different ways you know, lots of people are retraining in careers such as teaching or um, t- volunteering more when they have more free time Absolutely. I'd
1: really love to help people Mm -hmm. who wanted to do similar work to me. Yeah. Do it.
0: Yeah, you sound like you'd be a fabulous mentor for things like the Prince's Trust and Young Enterprise. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's a good idea. i might actually look into
0: that. I think you should. You'd be great. You've got a perfect role model. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm sure there's always plenty of those schemes.
1: Yeah.
0: Looking for people that have actually been there to help people. Uh, I thought about that. Uh, cool. And the next thing, it'd be good to hear more about your blog and who your blog's aiming, who's your target audience, really, and who would enjoy reading your blog, who would get something out of it.
1: Sure thing. Well, my blog is moneyonfire.co.uk and it's basically where I talk about some of the things I do and how I got to where I am and doing this in my financial independence journey, so it's more aimed at younger people, like similar to the age of myself, who are interested in working online, starting their own businesses, or even just working on projects of their own, similar to like podcasting and the like.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you enjoy writing the blog, is it similar to your other websites, or have you taken a different approach?
1: Entirely different, which would have been quite fun. I thought it would be fairly similar, but at least in my own head, it's entirely different because it's much more personal, mm-hmm. whereas on my other websites, they're more just sort of as resources, they're not blogs, so like the Dozy Owl was focused around sleep, mm-hmm. so if you have a question about sleep, you will go to it and I'll answer it and then leave again, whereas blogging much more like being taken on a journey yeah so I'm trying to just share my own thoughts
0: yeah it's
1: it's quite hard but I like it
0: yeah so do you enjoy interacting with readers and seeing your blog readership grow and grow
1: yeah I really do I love it when people comment so if anyone wants to come and comment and ask questions please do or the contact form email me I just I really love connecting other like-minded people yeah the, the only downside to what i do is no one else is doing it so everyone else i know my, all my friends are all at work all day
0: ah right yeah you're the only person at home yeah. <laughs> with and i suppose as well as working at home you've got freedom so i get you'll get to visit the gym when it's quiet and the supermarkets when they're quiet but
1: i do i, oh. I really
0: love doing that <laughs> Yeah, I have to say, when I work at home, I do like the flexibility of being able to do things when they're quiet. Yeah, living life
1: off-peak.
0: Yeah, actually, even one of my neighbours the other day, when it was really, really hot here, I was wearing a sundress because it was 30 degrees inside and I don't have air conditioning at home. And she was like, you enjoying the holiday? I'm going, I'm working. (laughs) I just don't want to put clothes on because it's quite warm. (laughs) Absolutely fair. <laughs> the freedom of the dress code yep. I guess, the no commuting Yeah, you to work in your
1: pyjamas
0: <laughs> Yeah, that's what every morning's for, isn't it? Yeah,
1: Absolutely.
0: <laughs> yeah. So you mentioned um, your website's a great place for people to connect you Can you just uh, spell that out for us again and any other places where people can contact you?
1: It is moneyonfire.co.uk so That's M-O-N-E-Y
0: O N F I R E. Money on cool, so no special things with words there. I always oh, find people oh, have complicated oh. words. And
1: <laughs> yeah, fire spell F Y R E or something. Yeah. <laughs>
0: As it sounds. As it sounds. Yeah, and is there any other ways? Any social media or anything?
1: Yeah, I'm um, Money on Fire blog on Twitter, or at Money on blog. And if anyone's interested in the running side of things, I've got a running Instagram, which is 1 to 100 miles. number one, TO100 miles, where I exclusively post running related. I'm not posting about my journey there.
0: <laughs> I like it. So you're aiming for the 100 then? Yeah, one day. <gasps> That's really good. And then, finally, moving on to... I've got five questions. I want to ask everyone exactly the same questions just to see how different people from their perspectives would approach all these questions. Are you ready for the questions, Flint? Sure. Cool. First question. If you, tomorrow, got a £1 million windfall that's all yours, what would you do with it?
1: Well, I think I would buy a house, because I'm currently renting. Mm-hmm. So I think I'd buy a house with some of it, invest probably a big chunk of it into just an index fund, so that's just sitting there fine, and then give a chunk of it to charity.
0: Ah, so do you know where you'd buy a house? Or?
1: Uh, probably in Inverness, but my wife's contract's only one year, so we're hoping to stay in Inverness, but we don't.
0: Yeah, know yet. Mm. That must be great. Your business allows you to be the trailing spouse and... Yes. So you can move for her job, which is best. Yeah. Yeah, it does
1: work out really well. Yeah. Great.
0: And the next question is, do you have a financial spreadsheet? And if so, when did you last update it? I have a
1: few, each of
0: my websites. Uh-huh.
1: I don't have one for my personal finances.
0: Interesting, really? No.
1: Mm, yeah. So each of my website ones I do every month. Mm-hmm. just what I what I spend. Yeah. That's pretty much it. So I can keep track of it.
0: So would you oh. consider starting a personal spreadsheet or are you not into that?
1: Eh, uh, I'm not I'm just not that
0: into
1: <laughs> a personal one. Because it's all just sort of in my head. Yeah. And I don't, I'm quite aware of my own
0: expenses. Mm -hmm.
1: And then my incomings are kind of handled in the website spreadsheets. Yeah.
0: So right now it's fairly straightforward, but that may change as I get older. Oh. Cool. And then the next question is, I always find people in the FI community are always learning, always have something on the go. Can you tell us something interesting that you've learned lately? It can be in any sphere.
1: Sure. I was listening to a podcast the other day called Found My Fitness. Oh. And she was talking about the use of sonnets. Okay. And one of the. She was talking about some research where they looked at 3,000 men who sonnets. And the ones who sonnets two to three times a week had a 24% reduction in mortality. And then the ones who saw it had four to seven times had a fifty percent reduction in overall mortality after twenty years or something like that. So I thought that was pretty wild.
0: Yeah. And the episode it was a controlled test and that, yeah.
1: I think so. It was a very well accounted for in Finland for like levels of fitness and different personal circumstances and stuff. I'm not sure why it was only men who looked at, but
0: <laughs> Yeah. Uh, they they find that there's a book i started to read recently that basically says most scientific research is done on men oh yeah it's easier and more palatable given reproductive capacities to experiment on men there you go yeah but i do like a sauna when i went to finland i did sort of get into the daily saunas it was quite interesting yeah yes i thought
1: that was super interesting so i started
0: when I go to the gym yeah, I was going to say, where do you get a sauna in the UK? The gym, I guess.
1: Yeah, I think so. That's
0: mm. the place. Mm-hmm. We don't seem to have the saunas in every street corner yes. <laughs> that they have there, or they're a different type. It's really interesting. So we should all start saunying a lot of times.
1: Yeah, start saunying. Start
0: oh, apparently it's super good for you. Oh. Uh, and then moving on from learning, or sort of similar, looking with hindsight over life, I always find it's amazing to use hindsight and think of something you'd like to do differently. Is there anything in your life you'd think, looking back at it, you'd now want to take a different decision? There's no
1: one specific thing. I think while I was working part-time and then building my business, I said no a lot to, like, my friends.
0: Mm -hmm. So they'd want to do things. I'd like, no, sorry, I'm working on my business. And that paid off in that it allowed me to grow my business, but I might like, push my friends
1: away a little too much. hmm I think I would have liked to have not done that and just kind of relaxed and be like, no, it's okay, I am allowed to take an afternoon off to hang out with my friends.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it's really interesting to be able to look back at our life and seeing what we could have done differently. Yeah. I think it's always good to look back to ah. help you move forward. Indeed, indeed. So take looking forward and thinking about happiness, which I think is the overall end goal of FI. When are you happiest, Flynn? Could you describe to us and take us to your happy place? Sure. wine's pretty simple. I'm just at home
1: on like a weekend. I'm in the kitchen. I'm cooking something really nice. My wife's there and then just got like family coming over. We've got friends coming around to visit. Just a nice
0: open house filled with friends and family. Good food. Mm, Sounds lovely. It sounds like you've actually arranged your life, so you're at your happy place in quite a regular occurrence. Pretty much,
1: yeah. It's always
0: the end. Yeah, that's really great, actually. You've I suppose, achieved the FI goal. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you've managed to get to the happy place on a daily basis. Yeah. And have the income coming in without any challenges to your time. Yeah, pretty much. Ah, so I think that's we got through the question list. Well, it's been very, very interesting talking to you today. I love hearing your perspective because it's really, really different from other people going down the entrepreneurial route. Yeah. And how, in honestly quite a short period of time, you've managed to make that work. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I still have to
1: stop now and again
0: and be like, really? Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And how you're just using that to leverage your everyday life exactly as you want to be able to spend time at home cooking with your wife and family yeah that is epic it's been really really good talking to you so thank you so much for spending the time thank you thank you very much flynn bye 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 that's all for today. Thanks for listening. Show notes are on the website www.ukfipod.space You can also send any questions through the website or email at hello at ukfipod.space Our intro and closing music is Julie Maxwell's Ziaw or Freedom. Thanks for listening. See you next time.